God in Christ has revealed his glory. Come, let us worship him. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the Lord's name is greatly praised. Give him praise, you servants of the Lord. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. The sun of righteousness has dawned with the healing in his wings. Let us come to the light of Christ, confessing our sins in penitence and faith. Creator God, for the time we abuse your world, its resources and its people, in your, in your mercy, mercy forgive us. Christ our Redeemer, for the times we forget we are made in your image, and fail to live after the example of Jesus. In your mercy, forgive us. Holy Spirit, for the times we ignore your guiding presence or are closed to your power. In your mercy, forgive us. May Almighty God have mercy on you, forgive you and free you from your sins and bring you to everlasting life. Let us pray. Almighty God, in the birth of your Son, you have poured upon us the new light of your incarnate word and shown us the fullness of your love. Help us to walk in his light and dwell in his love, that we may know the fullness of his joy, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The reading this morning is taken from the book of Isaiah. I will recount 
the gracious deeds of the Lord, the praiseworthy acts of the Lord, because of all that the Lord has done for us, and the great favour to the house of Israel that he has shown them according to his mercy, according to the abundance of his steadfast love. For he said, surely they are my people, children who will not deal falsely. And he became their saviour in all their distress. It was no messenger or angel, but his presence that saved them. In his love and in his pity, he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them all the days of old. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand to sing hymn number 526, Unto Us a Boy is Born, 526.
Alleluia, alleluia. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Amen. Amen. Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. After the wise men had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother by night, and went to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Out of Egypt I have called my son. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, he was infuriated, and he sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had learned from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, wailing and loud lamentation. Rachel weeping for her children, she refused to be consoled because they are no more. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who were seeking the child's life are dead. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea, in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He will be called a Nazarene. This is the Gospel of the Lord. I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Egypt has been a different place at different times in Jewish history. For Joseph, son of Jacob, Egypt was a place of suffering and hardship. He was taken there as a slave, although he later became Pharaoh's chief of staff and was responsible for guiding Egypt through a time of plenty, so that when famine came, there was provision for all. And Egypt then became a haven for Jacob and his family in a time of need. They came to Egypt and, thanks to Joseph, were given food and their own land. They were allowed to live in freedom and to practice their faith without interference. But time passed and things changed. A new pharaoh came to the throne of Egypt. To him the Jews were a threat, an untrustworthy ethnic minority in his land. So Egypt again became a place of oppression and injustice for the Jews who now longed to be freed from slavery and from that land which had once welcomed them. And of course, as we all know, Moses was the one appointed by God to do just that. By the time of our gospel story, Egypt had once again become a place of refuge for Jews, escaping from persecution and oppression, this time from their own king, Herod, and also from the Roman occupiers of their land. Now that story that we heard in the Gospel comes as quite a shock after the stories of Christmas, the birth of a child and the, the promises of peace on earth. It's a story about Herod's reaction to the news that a baby had been born who will be king of the Jews. A job that Herod quite liked for himself. He feels threatened and he seeks to protect his power and authority against any challenge or uprising by taking steps to eliminate this child. And to do that, he orders the terrible massacre in Bethlehem of small children aged two years and under, so that he can be sure that he has killed the one that he was so fearful about. Now that 
type of unbelievable, unimaginable cruelty is entirely in keeping with Herod's way of controlling his subjects and punishing those who threatened or displeased him. When he believed that they were scheming against him, he had members of his very own family, including two of his wives killed. So this wasn't an unexpected thing for Herod to do. And the killing of the children is carried out. But because Joseph is warned by God in a dream that this is all going to happen, Jesus is taken to a place of safety in Egypt. And he stays there until Herod is dead. Matthew quotes words from Hosea, out of Egypt I have called my son, inviting us to make that link between Moses leading the people of Israel out of slavery in Egypt and Jesus leading God's people out of slavery to sin. Our gospel reading, shocking gospel reading, is about a man and a woman and their young child. Their flight from danger and persecution to safety in a foreign country. A brutal and oppressive regime which seeks to destroy anyone who threatens it. That's our gospel story, but it's a story that could be told in any century, from the earliest days of history to the news bulletins of today. We see in Egypt was a different place, different times in the history of the people of Israel, and we still have those different places in our world today. We have nations which are places of injustice and oppression and nations which are places of safety and tolerance and freedom of faith. We have a responsibility for the sort of nation that we live in. We can be oppressive, hostile to newcomers and ethnic minorities and intolerant of racial and religious differences. Or we can be a nation that offers asylum to refugees, those whose lives are in danger in their own country. We can be a nation which allows those people freedom to choose where and how they live and how they practice their religion, whatever it is. And on a more 
personal level, we have a responsibility as a church, but also as individuals for the way that we treat people who are strangers and different to us. If we're willing to accept them and the changes they might bring with them, and if we are prepared to make the changes necessary in order to accommodate them, we can be welcoming them into fellowship with us. We will be inviting them to join us on our faith journey and providing a refuge and support for people who are hurt by the world that they live in. And surely that is our call as God's people. And in offering such hospitality, we will be offering it to Jesus himself. Because he knows what it is to be a stranger in a strange land. Amen. Let us declare our faith in God. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God's Son, who lives in our hearts through faith, and fills us with his in the new year. Let us pray for the church and the world and let us thank God for his goodness. We pray for your church here in Whitkirk and around the world. Today, thinking especially of the Anglican Communion of Mexico, its primate the Right Reverend Enrique Trevino Cruz, its clergy and all who worship. In our diocese, we give thanks and pray for all retired clergy and those with permission to officiate. We are grateful for the invaluable support retired clergy give to parishes across the diocese leading services for those parishes in vacancy and allowing incumbents to take important time off to rest and recharge.
We pray their continued ministry can enrich their own lives as much as it does all those congregations they minister to. Here at St Mary's, we pray for Matthew, Lynn and Rosemary as they continue to lead our worshipping life and also for each other, those we are sat with today and those who worship from home. We give thanks for the fellowship we enjoy and pray St Mary's continues to be a place where all find a welcome and are nurtured in their journey with Christ. Lord God, may your church be a shining light in the world, a beacon of hope for everyone, a place of happiness, peace and love. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. We pray for our world, for all those places impacted by war. In particular, we pray for the people of Ukraine as they continue to come under attack from Russian armed forces. God of peace and justice, we pray for the people of Ukraine. We pray for peace and the laying down of weapons. We pray for all those who fear for tomorrow that your spirit of comfort would draw near to them. We pray for those with power over war and peace, for wisdom, discernment and compassion to guide their decisions. Above all, we pray for all your precious children at risk and in fear, that you would hold and protect them. We pray in the name of Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for our nation, and in particular for the economic challenges we are all facing into. We pray for those without a home, and for anyone struggling with debt. At a time when we may be tempted to prioritise our own interests at the expense of others, we pray for the insight and generosity of mind to consider how through our own actions we can help those in need. Lord, the God of righteousness and truth, grant to our King and his government, to members of Parliament and all in positions of responsibility, the guidance of your Spirit. May they never lead the nation wrongly, through love of power, desire to please, or unworthy ideals, but always love righteousness and truth, so may your kingdom come and your name be hallowed. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. 
We pray for our community, thinking especially about the residents of Temple Lee, their family and friends. We pray they follow your command to love each other as themselves. We pray for those in our community who may have found the Christmas period difficult and in particular for any couples who are experiencing relationship difficulties. We pray and give thanks for the charity Relate and for those who work for the organisation and those who benefit from its counselling services. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for our family and friends and give thanks for the time we have enjoyed with our loved ones over the Christmas period. We pray for those we have not been able to see recently. We pray they are happy and healthy and give thanks for the technology that allows us to keep in touch virtually with those who we are unable to meet with face to face. We lift to God those we hold in our hearts, praying for their health, their well-being and their sense of hope. We pray that even when loved ones cannot physically be together, they would not feel apart. We ask for God's help in our communicating, our connecting and our caring. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for those who are sick in body, mind or spirit and give thanks for those who look after them. We pray for those who have asked for our prayers. Mike Jackson, Colin and Shirley Russell, Jean Bannister, Graham Webster, Brian and June Sutcliffe, Ginny Camponi, Tom Heafy, Jeff Blowers, Shane Simpson, Baby Percy, David Bond, together with those in long-term care, Mary Metcalf, Margaret Burton, George Brown, Jennifer Mode, and Lynn Perry. Healing Lord, we commend into your keeping all those who suffer or who are in any pain. Be with them in the dark hours to comfort them, to support them, and to bring peace to them. Give to all who care for the sick wisdom, skill, sympathy and patience. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. We remember those who have recently died. Jeff Lidster. And on the anniversary of their death, David Hilton.
remember in your mercy all those who have gone before us and preserve in your faith your servants on earth. Guide us to your kingdom and grant us your peace at all times. Lord, in your mercy. God, whose years never fail and whose mercies are new each day, let the radiance of your spirit renew our lives, warm our hearts and give light to our minds that we may pass the coming year in joyful obedience and firm faith. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to all in whom he delights. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Let us offer one another a sign of peace. Sing hymn number 377, 377, O little town of Bethlehem.
Word made flesh, life of the world. In your incarnation, you embraced our poverty. By your spirit, may we share in your riches. Amen. The Lord is here. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. All glory and honour be yours always and everywhere, almighty creator, ever-living God. We give you thanks and praise for your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ, who for love of our fallen race humbled himself, was born of the Virgin Mary by the power of your Spirit and lived as one of us. In this mystery of the Word made flesh, you have caused his light to shine in our hearts to give knowledge of your glory in the face of Jesus Christ. In him we see our God made visible and so are caught up in the love of the God we cannot see. Therefore, with all the angels of heaven, we lift our voices to proclaim the glory of your name and sing our joyful hymn of praise. And bless you, loving Father, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And as we obey his command, send your Holy Spirit, that broken bread and wine outpoured may be for us the body and blood of his dear Son. On the night before he died, he had supper with his friends, and taking bread, he praised you. He broke the bread, gave it to them, and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup of wine. Again he praised you, gave it to them, and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So, Father, we remember all that Jesus did 
In him we plead with confidence his sacrifice made once for all upon the cross. Bringing before you the bread of life and cup of salvation, we proclaim his death and resurrection until he comes in glory. Great is the mystery of faith. Lord of all life, help us to work together for that day when your kingdom comes and justice and mercy will be seen in all the earth. Look with favour on your people. Gather us in your loving arms and bring us with the Blessed Virgin Mary, St Joseph and all the saints to feast at your table in heaven. Through Christ and with Christ, and in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All honour and glory be yours, O loving Father, for ever and ever. Let us pray with confidence, as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For there is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
Let us pray. <coughs> All praise to you, almighty God and heavenly King, who sent your Son into the world to take our nature upon him and to be born of a pure virgin. Grant that as we are born again in him, so he may continually dwell in us and reign on earth as he reigns in heaven, now and forever. Amen. Father of all, we give you thanks and praise that when we were still far off, you met us in your Son and brought us home. Dying and living, he declared your love, gave us grace and opened the gate of glory. May we who share Christ's body live his risen life. We who drink his cup bring life to others. We whom the Spirit lights give light to the world. Keep us firm in the hope you have set before us so we and all your children shall be free and the whole earth live to praise your name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Sing hymn number 283, Joy to the World, 283. the Son of God, born of Mary, fill you with his grace to trust his promises and obey his will. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and all whom you love and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.
Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.